Welcome back to the Halloween 365 podcast. Today's going to be a little bit different. We're going to be talking about some vampires. I figured we couldn't do any better than, you know, Possum Kingdom. Oh, yeah. From the Toadies. I don't know if this song is even about vampires, but I've always felt like, uh, I always felt like it was. You know, when you listen to the lyrics and stuff. For anybody out there that's listening, go go listen to the lyrics of Possum Kingdom by the Toadies. I don't know. Sounds a lot like vampires to me. Anyway, Jeremy, how the hell are you, bud? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm I'm excited about this one. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. I you know it's weird. We we, we lose you for a week <laughs> and, and then we lose Justin. Uh unfortunately Justin's feeling a little under the weather at the moment. We're sending our, our love and wishes his way hopefully you get better soon but um man best wishes indeed i I came a little underprepared today because normally we bounce this segment off you know of each other so it's going to be a little bit of a different episode but i'm going to do my best to uh to kind of segue here and there but i think we've got this we've done this enough so we're going to be talking a little bit about vampires. We're going to be talking a little bit about some movies that we like. And we're also going to be talking about something at the top of the hour here. Before we get started, though, go to our YouTube channel. Like, subscribe. I'm working on getting videos up there. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. I don't think we have a Facebook. Do we have a Facebook? We do not have a Facebook. We uh, don't have a Facebook. Yeah, just, I think, Halloween365Pod on Twitter and Halloween365Podcast on Instagram. Okay. Well, there you go, people. Before we get started, I wanted to uh, get a little bit of news, some horror news here. Uh, I don't know if we have any Stranger Things fans out there, but today it was announced that Stranger Things 4 will be released, I believe, in May, May 27th, if I'm not bad, I'm mistaken. Uh, it's going to be split up into two different volumes, one launching on May 27th, the rest coming in July, I think July 1st. Oh. Uh, I'm going to say something about this. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I want to get your... Oh, I was just going to say, is it all going to be in the same year? Like, are, are they splitting it up for different years? Or See, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Um, I don't know. The, the, the way the posters, like the, everything that it's showing us right now, it seems to me like they're going in the direction of like everybody's going to be in a different like all this stuff is happening across like the cold war the end of the cold war era you know what i mean yeah um i don't know i have no idea but i'm, I'm interested to see where they're going to go with it did you watch any of the stranger were you a fan oh yeah no i love stranger things too um i didn't oh man i didn't like season three i i didn't okay so a lot of people didn't like billy in my opinion Billy was the perfect antagonist. I didn't have a problem with Billy. Um, I had a problem with what they done with him. What, 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 okay, explain. I'm, I'm curious. Like, you mean? So are you all caught up? Oh, dude, yeah. I've, okay. I've uh, watched well, it a million I mean, times at this point. Just them killing him off. I was like, what? Yeah, that is a little. Yeah, I'll admit that was a little weird. Um. My biggest gripe was they they were trying to introduce new kids uh, into the show. Now, uh, I I don't like the idea of them taking the formula that worked and then taking it and then flipping it and trying to make something completely different because it didn't work. It obviously didn't work because a lot of fans hated season 
excuse me, season three. Um, that's just me. Just my opinion. But, um, yeah. Now, was season three, was it the season that they killed Billy off in, or was that I'm, when they introduced him? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they introduced him in season two, I think, two, and they yeah. killed him in three. Uh, I will admit that the uh, villain, the, the the creature itself in season three was pretty dope. Uh, very yeah. Lovecraftian. I do love the Lovecraftian lore. I'm hoping season four dives deeper into the Lovecraftian horror of interdimensional beings and things like that. And I see it ending very post-apocalyptic. And speaking of that, the creators also said this. With nine scripts, over 800 pages, almost two years of filming, thousands of visual effects shots, and a runtime of nearly twice the length of the previous seasons, Stranger Things season four was the most challenging season yet. But it's also the most rewarding one. With all that being said, this is going to be leading up to the end. So it's not over yet, but season five is going to mark the end where this is going to start the beginning of the end. So apparently they're going to squeeze just a little bit more beet juice out of this turnip. That that doesn't make any sense, but you know what I mean? They're trying to squeeze just a little bit more. They're trying to... Uh, is that a good idea? I, don't I mean, I'm okay. Is. I'm okay with it ending at five seasons because... I feel like it's not pushing the limit. It's just the right amount. Because if you look at other TV shows that were really good, like True Blood, um, Game of Thrones, uh, you know, you there you goes our up... segue. <laughs> our True Blood. Oh segment. yeah. Well, uh... yeah. Um, True Blood was one of my favorite shows of all time. Period. Loved it. But they pushed it. They pushed it. And pushed guess it what too happened? far. Final season. People Shit. just people Maybe. lost interest. Yep. Yep. It's it's a damn shame. Um, but yeah, I I just wanted to get that out there in the atmosphere. If if people don't know, and the reason why I'm saying this is an announcement is because I feel like there's so many people that fell off the Stranger Things bandwagon that a lot of people forgot that it was even a thing. Um, oh yeah. I'm going through and I'm reading a lot of the comments on these Instagram posts and stuff like that. And everybody keeps saying the same thing. Should have ended one season ago. Should have the show still around stuff like that. And I'm like, damn, I'm like, this is kind of brutal. So I wanted to kind of, uh, I I don't hate it. I don't hate this show. I just want to see, I want to see it end in a very capstone manner. That's all. I'll leave it at that. (laughs) Yeah. Give us a good ending. Don't drag it on. Um, maybe season four getting cut into two different parts could be a little bit too much. I think it's too much. I think it's too much. They shouldn't do that. I will say Horrible this. Idea. Since you're already putting season four into two different parts, mm-hmm. don't do it with season five. Agreed. 100% agree. Yeah. Um, well, with that being said, I'll wrap that up real quick. Um, a few more things. Uh, trailer drop for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, the new one. Um, I don't know what to say about that one yet. Uh, I'll let everybody be the judge of that uh, on their own terms. If you're interested, go check that out. And real quick for this as well, uh, Jordan Peele's Nope. The trailer drop for Nope. And we are no closer to having answers than we were before. And I thought about doing a new segment on the show where aliens. we try to take it. It's definitely got to be aliens. It's It's got to be aliens. There's no doubt about it. 
Um, I kind of want to start a new segment on the show where we try to guess what the hell is going on because I did hear an interesting theory, and uh, I, I'll pitch it before we move on. Someone thinks out there on the internet that the movie is going to be about people being turned into horses. Oh, oh, now that yeah. you, oh god, now that you say that, there's one specific scene that I've seen in the trailer. It may be the same scene that that, that somebody else out there had uh, had uh, mentioned. Was it the the fist bump? Well, so somebody had like a a cloth over their face. Oh, and it, it gets blown up, and then you see like the, you they know. look like horse. They it looks like horse teeth. Oh, no. uh, yeah, yeah. No, that's what a lot of people think it is. And uh, someone else pointed out that there's a scene where this baby is fist bumping someone under a bed. And the fist looks like a hoof. Now, I, I want to get Justin's take on this when he comes back. Um, I, I want to see what his opinion is going to be. I love Jordan Peele's movies. I love Get Out. I'm sorry my eye is itching. You keep seeing me scratch my eye. It's like, I don't know. It's driving me nuts. Um, I've oh. got something. Conjunctivitis. Um, <laughs> that, that, that boy's got jaundice. Um <laughs> Uh, what is that from? <laughs> that's uh, it's it's one of my my uh, my, my buddies, uh, Manny. Um, for whatever reason, he would say the boys got jaundice when he had yellow, like somebody had yellow looking skin. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, my tangent. Anyway, uh, I love Get Out. I love Us. Us is one of my all time favorite horror movies of all time. I know a lot of people disagree with me on that because they said it was slow paced. I I hate slow paced movies, but I love this movie. And uh, a lot of people said that the ending was stupid when I thought the ending was beautiful. Um, I don't know. Nope has me excited, but I'm not quite as excited as I was for the trailers for us and the mystery surrounding that movie. Um, I'll yeah. say I have seen Get Out finally. Mm-hmm. Us, it's weird. It's like, I, I, so I've seen it. I've just not finished it. Yeah, but I also feel like I've seen the ending, but I don't know if I have or have. I don't know. It's like, um, because I've seen it so much to where um to a point where I'm like, well, why haven't I finished it? Have I finished yeah. it? I, when I you watch know. a movie enough times in bits and pieces, you've basically can piece it together yourself and right in, in your head. Yeah. Um, um it, us is it's like a Twilight Zone episode. Is the best way I can compare it to, if, if anything, in this world. Um, I did not see the ending coming, nor did I expect the twist of what these individuals actually are coming. The ending, are they on a beach? Um, Yes, uh, they okay. are. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen it then. Very Hands Across America type, uh, the tethered. Anyway, go watch it. I love that movie. Go watch Get Out. Go watch the trailer for Nope. I want to see what it's all about. I want people's fan theories. Send them in to us. Do what you got to do. I'm curious. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I will say this real quick. If if they do do the horse thing, they're stepping way, or Jordan Peele is stepping a little bit way out of the zone. Um, <laughs> more into like a tusk. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. What if it is pure body horror? We don't get enough. I think body horror is an underrated genre, and we it haven't is. had a body horror movie in a long 
time. I can't really think, and I don't count human centipede. I count that as just stupid oh, torture God, porn. No, no. Uh, Tusk was body horror, I guess. Um, oh yeah, dude. That I've only seen it once, and there's a reason I've only seen it once. It fucked with me. <laughs> that, that ending is heartbreaking, but yeah, yeah. it's. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I maybe maybe I'm gonna like this more than I thought. I don't know. Oh God, I, I can't. See that um, is that a horse reference? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! So moving right along, <laughs> like a wagon. Um, I I, I do want to ask you something. Today's episode is about vampires. Um, I know you are a, a big vampire enthusiast. You you're, you're. Would you say that that's your favorite? Uh, universal monster and or just cryptid hands down it, it is um, I mean one of my first memories and this is how I know it was one of my first memories because by the time I was old enough to really watch TV mm. it was gone um, dinner and a movie mm. uh, TNT I right mean, I think so. See, that's, it's so or, long ago, I don't even know. Or was it Monster Vision with Joe Bob Briggs? See, yeah, like, I mean, I just I, remember they were cooking. It was dinner in mm. a movie, and The Lost Boys was on. Oh, One of my first memories ever. Um, and, I mean, ever since then, man, I've just been, I've been captivated by vampires. You, like You were hooked. Yeah, yeah. From that moment on, I've been hooked. Um, they got their fangs in yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you know, you move on to the interview with the vampire. Um, there was uh, one specific. It was Corey Haim was in a Tales from the Crypt thing. Really? Um, yeah, man. It was like a him and his best friend went missing, and they were trying to find him. It might have been Tales from the Crypt movie. I can't, I can't necessarily mm. remember, or it might have been one of their big shows, but. Uh, I know he had the leather jacket on, the dangly earring. It was still kind of that early 90s, late 80s top feel uh, yeah, to yeah. the movie. And uh, there was these vampires that had him and his friend, and they, like, extended their tongues down their throat, and you see the bulge. Oh, yeah, that's like, hardcore. It was, it was wild. But, yeah, so, I mean, just any kind of vampire thing, man, I've always been into it. Um, I would definitely say that's my favorite. So, you, so Lost Boys is your favorite movie? Uh, favorite um, vampire movie? Yeah. Um, do I think there are other vampire movies that might have done it just a little bit better? Maybe, mm -hmm. but The Lost Boys is my favorite. Hands I can down. agree. I so for me, it's always been it's always been a hard one because I love Lost Boys, but I also love Fright Night. I love both of those movies ungodly too much. Like, probably more than the average movie person. <laughs> um, but there's a third movie that always kind of worms its way in. And sometimes it competes with the two. Which is why I've never quite been able to pick one just straight out. And that's 30 Days of Night. Oh, yeah. Because that movie is fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah, like yeah. The, the scenario being stuck in a place where you literally cannot escape it because the sun just doesn't exist for 
30 fucking night. You, you can't get out of it. It's scary. It's absolutely scary. I remember um one time, I don't know what the fuck possessed me into doing it, but I was on mushrooms. And 30, <laughs> 30 days a night on mushrooms is not a good fucking idea, oh, dude. Jesus, I, I, was, that sounds... I legit got scared. Like, yeah. the, the scene towards the end when the vampires are starting to burn the town and that music's playing. Mm-hmm. I had to. I turned the movie off. <laughs> I it's, heard it's that music, freaky, too. man. Yeah. yeah, it's it's it is a freaky movie. Um, I would say that uh, Fright Night is not as spooky. It's more. It's like comedy, kind of. It, it's a horror comedy. I, I guess you could call it that. But the practical effects are top notch. Uh, I I always compare it to you know. You got Fright Night and Lost Boys, and then you've got The Howling and uh, American Werewolf. Yeah, you know those those four movies are like the epitome of '80s cinema horror. Like those four to me, and it's hard to pick between you know each other because they're all good. They're all really good in their own God-given way. Um, but I, I do think that I love The Lost Boys just a little bit more. Just because it seems, I don't know. I think it's the fact that they're kids. You can relate to it because you know everybody's been a kid once. Not everybody has had Charlie Brewster situation where you're living next door to someone who freaks you out just a tidbit. Right, so. and I mean I love Fright Night, dude. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the main reason I like The Lost Boys just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Is it's more realistic in the sense that these vampires are like you said they're, they're kind of like you know they're kids they're teenagers yeah. yeah so of course it's easy to defeat them a lot i would see that being more realistic than if you came across jerry the vampire and yeah yeah you mean to tell me peter vincent this hollywood hack and a, a kid defeat this age-old vampire I mean, I it still always, love it. I'm yeah, not knocking yeah. it, but yeah, it's I know, just... I know. It, it it always kind of bothered me a little bit that it's just like out of nowhere that they're able to turn into these so-called badasses, and uh, yeah. And there's another thing that bothers me about Fright Night. Uh, I, I don't like the werewolf scene. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, when when Evil Ed, yeah, there there's a weird oh. werewolf scene. It doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. Uh. Now, I don't know why they did it. I don't know if maybe they had some leftovers from American Werewolf or something. They're like, hey, put it in there because we need to get rid of it. Something was off about that, and it just messed me up just a tidbit. Um, that transformation always fucked with me <clears throat> whenever he's transforming back to human form from the wolf. Oh, yeah. yeah he's got the spike in him. Yeah. yeah I was like, I mean, they've done good. Um, one thing that well. I did, um, I loved about Fright Night was how Jerry constantly kept the apple. It was like a beam of light. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a theory that he was a fruit bat. Really? Are you mm-hmm. serious? I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. Uh, watch the documentary, You're So Cool, Brewster. It's really good. Um, if you can find it, that's the other hard part. Because um, as far as I know, it only exists on the Blu-ray cut. And for those looking for a Blu-ray cut, Godspeed to you. Unless you're going to pay about upwards of $800, you ain't getting it. Um, yeah, it's expensive. But totally worth it if you find it. <laughs> oh, God, it hurts my soul. Um, but, yeah, 
vampires. Uh, do you personally believe in them? Um. So I don't know if it's more or less that I want to believe mm-hmm. compared to do I believe. Mm-hmm. Um. I will say this. I believe that in the ancient times of earth yes there, there was something around that was like a vampire yeah it okay. might not have been um what we typically believe as far as in oh you know that they can't come out during the day or uh you know maybe they could come out during the day they did survive yeah. off blood or energy something like that but I do believe at a certain point in time back in the day there was such a thing as a vampire, yes. It's highly possible. I mean, there's there's an interesting show. Um, <laughs> you can go watch it if you want, people, but I, I don't know I don't know what you're gonna gain out of it. Probably nothing but a headache. It's called uh, Vampires in America. It is on Discovery Plus right now. It's don't let them fool you. They play it off as if it's real. Um, they try everything they can to play it off like a, a real scenario about these two individuals who go out hunting vampires in America. And they're stationed in Arizona, and they've apparently had over, I think they, I want to say, maybe I'm wrong about this, but like five million documented cases of vampirism in, in, in the U.S., in every city i think they said it maybe i got that wrong maybe it was like every state they they've had a a case reported and the show goes off the rails and it gets stupid (laughs) stupid it's not real it's all made up i did research on the gentleman he's actually uh he's not a vampire researcher he's a movie producer who just so happens to work for discovery and got a an idea for them it's in the vein of uh, mountain monsters or something like that. Oh, God, of course. Yeah. Liars, it's it's liars. not. It, they're liars. It's all a ruse. But hellaciously entertaining. So I guess they did their job there. Um, yeah. Well, let me ask you. Mm. Do you believe? I don't know. I I'll say this. I think there are things that go bump in the night that we don't know things that we probably don't want to know and if we did find out it would be too late if that makes any sense that's that's always been my philosophy on things like uh specifically vampires um and even like werewolves and things it's like if you did know you're not it, it's not happening because no, they're gonna that... get you they're gonna get you oh yeah is that, that is that the ambience i'm hearing or is that overhead where you're at oh the the plane the, that's probably a plane, okay, plane. Uh, I, was gonna, I was gonna say perfect timing the area i know right the, the oh. air <laughs> it's probably a plane um but I, I do have some some owls hooting in the ambience um I think yeah it's a plane, man but i was just it, like that it, was it's perfect timing <laughs> <laughs> you hear you hear something flying and you... he's coming man he's knocking on my window like the kid from salem's lot Dude, that scared the shit out of me as a kid. Terrifies me. <laughs> that that did. His face. I hope there. I hope Andy uh, Machete is able to recreate that scene because he's he's remaking uh, Salem's Lot, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, Andy's great, uh, man. 
oh yeah, if there's anybody that's going to make it good, it's it's going to be him. And I'm with I, you too. I like that that scene alone. Yeah, like I said, it, it's scary. Dude, so you, it's rough. Like, you have to throw that in there. I wouldn't be opposed if Andy uh, took all of Stephen King's works and adapted them. Uh, maybe minus uh, what was it? Maximum Overdrive. No, yeah, let's not do that. No, let's yet. not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else you can you can do. Uh, Firestarter looks dope too. I just want to put that out there. Oh yeah. Um, it's too late. Yeah. Cemetery, unfortunately. Uh, you know what? No. no I, I'll save it for another episode, but I'll say it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Oh, okay, it could yeah, have been makes... worse. Nothing, no, nothing can beat the original, but it could have been worse. Way worse. <laughs> could have been Pet Cemetery too. Um. Hold on. <laughs> okay, no, we'll, we'll we have to. Old John Connor. Yeah, we'll put a pin in it and we'll come back. Um, but yeah, uh, I think by the time you would be able to, to tell anybody, it would be too late because I feel like you know if it's a werewolf, I feel like they would sniff you out and find you. You'd be done. Mm-hmm. You'd never be hurt. Kind of makes you wonder all these missing person cases and things like that. What if? Just saying. What if they knew? What if they discovered the truth? Truth can't get out. If there's a secret society of them out there, well, yeah, and exactly. If, and if if the lore of a vampire was real, they've been alive for how many years? So they've yeah. got to be incredibly intelligent. So they know how to easily take you out. Exactly. So my philosophy is just that. I don't know. Probably not. But even if there was, we wouldn't know. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's some people out there though that truly believe in this, and uh, I've got I've got some interesting stories here for you. Uh, this story, uh, this actually comes from MentalFloss.com. Uh, this gentleman's name was Richard Chase. He had a lifelong fascination with blood uh, that led to a month-long murder spree that turned. Richard Chase into the Vampire of Sacramento. This occurred between 1977 and 1978. Chase murdered, disemboweled, and drank the blood of six people, ranging from the age of 22 months old to 36 years old. Uh, Chase chose his victims at random, but only entered the house, only entered the homes where the doors were open. So that's kind of interesting. That kind of goes against. Uh, no, actually, that that doesn't go against vampire rules, does it? No, because so because the door was I'm, open. Yeah, if it's who I'm thinking of, like he uh, didn't he say it was like he seen unlocked doors as an open invitation. Yeah. yeah, it says if the doors were, he says that if the door was locked, that meant you weren't welcome. He stated this in actual court. He was eventually sentenced to death after being found guilty on all six counts of first degree murder. But he ended up taking his own life uh, with antidepressants in December of 1979. Wow. I This is the first time I've read this or heard this story. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, man. He was, because uh, I've, I've heard it before, and I guess that was the thing that got me the most about it is how he did view it as, oh, your door's unlocked. That's an open invitation for me to come in. If your door's locked, I'm not allowed. It's like, that's nuts. You know? That's, that's weird, man. Like that is, that is truly vampire lore. Like he absorbed himself in it. Like truly did. 
That's yeah. it's interesting. Uh, we've got another story here from James P. Rivera. I cannot pronounce that name. I will give it a shot. If I'm mispronouncing it, then damn. John P. Rivera was just 23 years old when he killed his wheelchair-bound grandmother in Marshfield, Massachusetts on, uh, that doesn't give me a date, just 1980. Stabbing her, shooting her four times through the heart with bullets, he had painted completely gold. That's weird. Uh, in order to cover up the crime, he had then burned down the house. When questioned, Rivera claimed that he was a 700-year-old vampire who killed his grandmother in order to drink her blood. He later changed his story by saying that he acted in self-defense uh, and believed that his grandmother was the actual vampire and that she was using an ice pick to drain his blood at night. In 1981, Rivera was sentenced to life in prison for second-degree murder. And arson. I want to know what the what the gold bullets have to play into this. I, that's what I'm trying <laughs> to figure out too. The gold bullets are, that's a little weird. Um, that's silver. I would get just because <laughs> it relates at least to werewolves. But. Maybe that's what he was thinking. He's like, well, oh, 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 werewolves are silver. Vampires must Vampires be gold. Must be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't know. Maybe, the, but it was paint, so it's like, <laughs> like that doesn't. How does that affect? That's strange. Maybe it was part of his alibi or something. Maybe he was just like really out of it, and he was just trying to find ways to cover his traces that way. Because I mean, that, he obviously killed her with a stab, and then he shot her four times in the heart. Maybe that was like the the proof. It's like, well, yeah, this is what I believe. I don't know. See, yeah, that's the thing that gets me too. Though is it's like, oh, I killed her so I could drink her blood because i'm a 700 year old vampire jesus why the fuck she's in a wheelchair why couldn't you do that why do you have to kill her to do that exactly um, yeah but then, then i don't know the blood. she has and then what he said that she was draining his with an with ice pick yeah like where was the proof of that like <laughs> what i mean i don't know <laughs> exactly oh my god uh, I don't know what to think about that, but I'll say this: it, it's it's a little ridiculous. It's just that a little ridiculous. Yeah, that one's a little bit more out in left field. Um, Jesus Christ! So this one is interesting. Roderick Farrell, or Farrell, I guess you could pronounce it either way. Uh, the story is considered role-playing crossed into real life for vampire killer Roderick Farrell. In 1996, uh, the teenage leader of the vampire this is, what I was, is this, this what you're talking what I, about? Yes, this was what I was talking about. Before the show started, me and uh, Jeremy, we, we were trying to figure out... Um, we, we thought this was the West Memphis Three. Um, it, does it tie into them? In some shape, form, or fashion? I don't think so. Um, I mean, I don't... I'll look it up. Let me see. I mean, if you want to continue... Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll keep going. Um, so, in 1996, the teenage, uh, the teenage leader of the vampire clan uh, brought a few of his followers uh, to Murray, Kentucky, to uh, Eustace. Is that Eustace, Florida? To murder their parents of his girlfriend, Heather. So, <laughs> this is this is crazy. So that she could be initiated into his coven. This is what's throwing me off. Mm -hmm. He's a vampire killer, but he has a coven? Mm -hmm. And uh, 
Mm. Well, I'll, I'll let you continue. Anyway, after beating Heather's father with a, cro- a crowbar, God almighty, that's dark, uh, Farrell and his friends took cigarettes and burned a V into his chest upon his arrest. Okay, that, that's that's pretty brutal. Oh, oh, I misread that. I'm sorry. This person didn't put punctuation. Farrell and his friend used cigarettes to burn a V onto uh, her father's chest. Uh, upon his re- arrest, Farrell told the police that they would never be able to contain him because he was an all-powerful 500-year-old vampire named Vesigo. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> It made me think of uh, Ghostbusters too. He's Vigo, yeah. Uh, Oh, God. Oh, no. That's the first thing that popped into my head. Um, He's Vigo. He's Vigo. (laughs) This is tragic, but still. Uh, He wasn't. It says, I love the fact that they had to put that he wasn't (laughs) in the article. He said that was him, but he wasn't. That's literally how it reads. It reads like this. He's a 500-year-old powerful vampire named Vesigo. He wasn't. It's like, what the? (laughs) No shit, Sherlock. God, great detective work there. Uh, (laughs) Farrell became the country's youngest prisoner on death row in 1998. Though his sentence had been served, he had committed the rest of life without parole. So I guess he ended up serving through whatever his, they didn't say exactly what his sentence was. Uh, but he ended up serving it, and then they gave him parole. Well, not parole, life without parole. Um, that's interesting, but Jesus Christ. Vesigo! He is Vigo! God almighty! Couldn't he have picked a better name than that? Like, out of all the names. See, I wonder, uh, though, while he's still in prison, if he's, um, still held me on that story. I am Vesigo! I need, I need to know. Every time someone tries to come into his cell to like, to to have their little fun, he he plays the Vasigo card. Into oh, Vasigo cell. <laughs> uh, I want to know if this guy's still alive. If he's still out there, what was his name again? Uh, Roderick Farrell. Oh, I was about to say Vasigo again. <laughs> Vasigo. How was that spelled? Um, I'll have to go back to the article. Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. V-E-S-A-G-O. Vesigo. That's how I would pronounce it. Yeah. Oh my oh, you, god. I was gonna say, you copping in, it pops that dude up. This dude's batshit crazy looking. Yeah. Like, straight up batshit crazy looking. Um, he looks like a Vesigo. And he kind of looks like Vigo, in a way. <laughs> um, just a little messier hair. He kind of looks like the, the guitarist from Coheed and Cambria. Here's the thing that I don't um, I don't understand. Why did they use cigarettes to burn? Yeah, bee? I don't... Like, was don't it know. one at a time, one burn mark at a time? Just, it, it, yeah, it doesn't say. It doesn't say. Um, when he was younger, like, I'm looking at his younger photos, um, he... He definitely had uh, a Marilyn Manson thing going. Oh, yeah, dude. He was doing exactly... the, the head shave before it was cool, the one-side head shave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, uh, let's see. Yeah, because if I'm not mistaken, like once they finally made it down to Florida and I guess they were getting caught, the girl that they killed the parents of, mm-hmm. she was one of the ones that finally came clean. 
Um, <clears throat> I wonder I if she got charged for yeah, being an accomplice. Mm, just got my curiosity uh, running. <clears throat> I know this created a whole new realm of uh, people within the whole vampire thing throughout the 90s. Yeah. Um, Man, this is some dark stuff. Ugh. Yeah, I don't see anything about her getting charged. It's all the seagull. The seagull. <laughs> oh man, this is rough. Well, I, 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 I don't know. Like, well, what do you think about the whole situation? Do you think that uh, out of those three stories, which one do you think is probably the most batshit crazy out of the batch? Uh, I want to say the seagull. Just because I like to say the name, but uh, <laughs> who doesn't like be... to say the CEO? Yeah, no, I would say um, the grandmother in the wheelchair. Just because to me, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. None of it makes it, sense. It doesn't make sense. It, it's so weird, and I just want to know where did this gentleman get off on the idea that his grandmother was stealing his blood? Like, what the hell would she need? I guess. He thought she was a vampire, yada, yada. But, like, where's your evidence for that? Like, you would think you would wake up and say, huh, she's doing it, she's stealing my blood, you know, or maybe he caught her. He would probably feel it, too, if it was a nice pick. Like, where was the puncture wounds? Like, I need okay. to know. These are the things that uh, he left out. <laughs> the things that I need to know the most. So, I don't yeah, know. It just doesn't and plus if you've never reported it before like what you're just literally waking up every day and slowly losing your mind she's doing it again she's doing it she's again, again. God <laughs> damn she's doing it again damn it grandma no oh he helped her out of her chair all right, um, damn right oh my god he put a bullet right between that heart oh, that's that's gut wrenching a golden golden bullet Man. Yeah. Anything you want to take us out on today, Jerem? Um, a real quick little vampire story. Go uh, ahead. Go ahead. So my oldest brother, when um we were kids, and Saddam Hussein was a big threat, uh, mm -hmm. I guess this was his way to babysit me and try to put me down to rest. He okay. Said that. Um. Saddam Hussein and the Iraqis had robot vampires that were coming over to America to kill us in our sleep and scared the shit out of me. <laughs> robot vampires. Now that's something. That's yeah. a weird... Where did he develop that dude, story? Dude, you tell me. I know that was around the time he started smoking weed, so maybe he was just high okay. now. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Weed would make me that creative. I <laughs> Robot vampires. Saddam Hussein and his Jesus. his gang of robot vampires. I was like, huh. Oh my god. Well, people, I'm not gonna do it justice like like Justin would, but uh, we did have one birthday that just happened this past uh, Monday, I believe. Simon Pegg, Mr. Simon Pegg, Shaun of the Dead himself. I don't know how old. I think he's 45. Uh, he has to be older than that. Come on. Say, uh, sure Come on. <laughs> he has to be like 50 something. Uh, I think he turned 54, if I'm not bad, I'm mistaken. He turned 52. I was I was wrong a little bit. Okay. Uh, also, you may be wondering, why are we playing the Ghostbusters song here? 
There's no ghost involved in this episode. Well, unfortunately, we lost a great one. Director of Ghostbusters 1 and 2, Ivan Reitman, passed away this past Saturday. And I cannot say... I didn't know the man. I would have loved to have worked with the man in film and all that stuff. But my God, he made my childhood something special. And uh, he scared the hell out of me. So I'll give him that. And plus, you can't... We have to mention Ghostbusters... After talking about the <laughs> that was not planned, by the way, people. That just kind of happened, but uh, that that just kind of happened. But Jesus Christ, it couldn't have panned out better. Uh, I just like to think maybe that's that's Ivan shining his love down on the podcast. That's what we'll that's what we'll play it off as. Well, oh, yeah. as always, people, keep it spooky out there. And if you've got a ghost, who are you gonna call? Busted makes me.